Welcome. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. I host a weekly radio show that gets turned into this podcast, the one you're listening to right now. If you're an early riser, you can listen live every Monday starting at 7 a.m. on WPRK 91.5 FM. It also streams on WPRK.org. Or you can subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Regardless of where you listen, this show is about people from the Orlando area who are doing something neat. This is a food episode. Delicate flavors, stunning photography, all the things you would want in a podcast. And all of it coming from Christine Lopez, who runs the Feed Me Orlando Instagram account. She is not your typical food blogger, as you will hear on this episode. For more on Christine and all of the other guests, please visit toacertaindegree.com. And now, on with the show. Esquivel on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Good morning. My name is Nick. I am very lucky. I get to do this every Monday. And every Monday, I have a very special guest this week is no exception. Christine Lopez is here. Good morning, Christine. Good morning. This is episode 141 of this show where I have new guests on, people I don't really know all that well. They get to come in and tell me things about themselves that I may or may not have already known from stalking them online. Oh, good good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. No, this is a great way to uh, get to know people from around the Orlando area who are doing neat things, and no one is neater than Christine Lopez. Oh, yes, I, I did iron my shirt for the event. So. Yes, yes, you're looking very dapper. I mean, the tuxedo is especially impressive. Well, it's uh, also handmade tails. Yep, Hand, handmade? Handmade tails. Okay, yes. great. Yeah. And they're actual animal tails. They are, they are. So I like that about that. But you didn't go out and hunt any animals. You no, actually no, no, just no, handmade no. them. No, no. They're ethically sourced. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Recycled the, tails. Tie. Now, did you tie your own bow tie or was that somebody else? I doing made that for someone you? tie it for me. Okay, great. Yeah. Not that yeah. skilled. Yeah, okay, great. Baby steps. Uh, top hat, cane, the whole nine yards. Like, I really expected you to do a little dance, but it was raining out. So I said, yeah, no, it's a little, Christine, it's a little hey, wet. Christine, calm down. Let's not do the dance. I'm so excited. I know. I know. Well, I'm excited to have you here. Uh, we have uh, chatted for a little bit this morning. Mm hmm. We have broken bread together. We have. Uh, we saw each other at Grandma Party Bazaar. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know you all that well. Nobody does. Okay, great. Well, International man of mystery. Uh, okay. Well, then to explain the tuxedo. Mm -hmm. But let's get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So we're going to play a game. Going to get to figure out like where you stand on certain topics. Mm -hmm. Nothing political, nothing too controversial. I don't think, but we'll find out, okay. I guess. <laughs> it should be really interesting. Uh, but instead of saying yes or no, up or down, we're going to play a game called Lady or the Tramp. Okay. Because ladies are great, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Lady fingers, lady buckets. I, lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Fantastic. All fantastic things. I'm not really sure what a lady bucket is. I kind of froze up there for a second. I'm nervous because you're so great. <laughs> uh, tramps are not that great. Mm -hmm. They're d filthy dogs or hobos. Lower back tattoos. Lower back tattoos, yes. if you had the stamp to it. Yeah. So, lady, if you're for something, tramp if you're against it. Okay. All right. It's that time of year. Resolutions. Lady or the tramp? Tramp. Really? You don't yeah. do any? No, I don't do any. 
uh, there's no better time to start to change yourself than today. So to okay. wait until January because it's first. the end of the year. Just any day. Any day. Yeah, any day. Tuesday. Just, sure. Wednesday. Or a Monday. Fridays, Saturdays, all seven days. Uh, you don't have to put a time limit on when you want to start being better. It just seems like an arbitrary date. Just start sure. and make small changes until just set milestones instead of saying I'm going to start on this day. Just measure your success. Is that your process to yeah. set like small goals or yeah, milestones absolutely. and say I'm going to concentrate on this this yes. month? Mm -hmm. this week yeah and make changes if it doesn't work and try the next thing that might so okay. uh, if you want to lose weight eat vegetables <laughs> when you're tired of eating vegetables get Wait, active uh, yeah so uh vegetables, vegetables. are a, a type of food uh -huh. that you can eat they're good for you uh -huh. food is energy yeah <laughs> so food less, is energy? Less, less sugar sunlight also is energy but if you just laid outside and the, well there's no sun today so it Correct. would not work I may think I'm a plant. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about driverless cars? Self-driving cars. Cars mm -hmm. that don't need a driver. You just get in and you say, I want to go here. And they take you there uh, without a driver. Lady. Lady. Lady, yes. You like the technology. I do, it. yeah. I, I work in tech. So I'm always looking at things that will help us be better. Mm -hmm. um, and I also hate driving. I, I think it's just a task. I, I can't wait for teleportation, quite honestly. Yeah. Uh, but so you want to uh, skip the driverless cars altogether. Yeah, yeah okay. just beam me up. Right. Uh, but it's going to be a lot safer, right? There are people who make really bad mistakes behind the wheel. Living in Florida, if it's raining, there's going to be a lot of accidents right now mm -hmm. on any of the highways. So um, just let our robot overlords just drive us around. It's okay. Just take Accept us to it. where they want us to go. Yeah. Which could be the meat farm. That's fine. Who's to say? I'll accept it. Yeah. They know better. That's good. Well, that bodes well for an upcoming bad business idea in the second oh, hour. Fantastic. So stick around for that, and you have to because I locked the door. Oh. The beach, lady or the tramp? Ooh. Uh, oh, here we're going to get controversial. The tramp. Uh, not that controversial. Yeah. So after interviewing about 150 or so people, most of whom, well, all of whom who live in Florida, most of whom have lived here for a number of years, yeah, that is a it's a 50-50 shot on the beach. Yeah, uh, unless it's like a black sand beach in Iceland. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, it's just very. I've been there, but uh, sure, sure. No, wow. I, I like, humble brag. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'll, well, this is going to continue. This is the trend. Okay, great. Uh, uh, but I like mountains. I like things that are much bigger and and vast and and deep and wide. And we don't really have that in Florida. So, so you and surrounded colder, by, yeah. and so mm -hmm. the heat also. Yeah. 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 So nothing as vast and deep as wide as opposed to the ocean is a mountain. But I also can't swim. So okay, this great. is also that, really, that makes I can sense. climb things. I can't swim. So the yeah. ocean, nope. Okay. Tramp. Well, I mean, swimming is just like climbing if you think about it for long enough. Uh, I just saw these in the grocery store the other day. I'm super psyched about it. The Cosmic Crisp Apple. Ooh, lady. Have you heard about this? Yeah. yeah They're so, all speckly. They're beautiful. Yeah, 20 years in the making. Like, this was amazing to me that it takes. So they did the research on it. Uh, they actually had to grow the orchards, obviously. There's something I had to look into when I was researching, you know, apples and how, where they come from. I had no idea. I thought they were just magically They appeared. just appeared. There's yeah. just a tree and yeah. that's it. I didn't even know there was a tree involved. Oh. Yeah. Apples don't grow on trees. Yeah. Well, now yeah. that you say oh, it like that. Oh, that's that's money. Sorry. Now that you say it like that, it sounds like I'm kind of dumb. But <laughs> before, I was just happily ignorant. Yeah, they just appear. 
Do you have a favorite type of fruit? Grapes. Grapes. Yes, I love yeah. grapes. That sounds really basic, but I, I just nothing wrong with I that. I like to have a many of one thing. Yeah. So uh, that's why I like rice and noodles. People and can feed them to you. Yes. They can peel them for you. Oh, so it's a good that. way to show how dedicated people are to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like have that. my harem feed me grapes. Sure. And fan me with banana leaves. Are those big enough? No, palm palm leaves. Either way. Yeah. Okay, good. But you're not at the beach with your harem. That's, no, no, that's no. A nice thing. no, no. We're in the mountains in a cabin. Let's go to uh, let's go back to technology for a second. How okay. do you feel about doorbell cameras? Tramp, mm-hmm. tramp. Um, I joined my my community's next door app, and it's just a lot of really scared people judging everybody who homes. comes to the door <laughs> assuming everybody has bad intentions yeah. uh, I, I would like to be a little bit more optimistic than that okay and they can easily be hacked so i know someone recently hacked uh, a woman's nest cam that she had put in her child's room and they were able to talk to her child and it's just oh that's creepy i don't think we need to be that connected to everything mm-hmm. it's it's just peace of mind leaving something and being optimistic that it's going to be okay and I don't really get that many porch pirates. I don't think anybody's getting my cheap Amazon packages. Right. No one's stealing the typewriters that I'm getting from Goodwill. No. That they send to me. In the mail. i got to stop ordering those. <laughs> I really need fewer typewriters. All right. Well, that's good. How do you feel about, uh, let's see here, professional wrestling? lady or the tramp <laughs> uh my husband is a huge fan so i feel obligated to say a lady but oh. i just want to say tramp but uh, we'll say lady it is entertainment and if it makes people happy then there's nothing wrong with it well that's very that's, nice of you <laughs> to say but do you like i mean do you ever watch it with him do you ever sit down and watch a little bit uh it, very passively okay. so it's it's on quite often in my house uh, so I can't get away from it, <laughs> but uh, we do have some like, luchador masks in the house. And, sure, and so as I, we all do sometimes. I, I support his hobbies, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've, I've seen it. Uh, it can be entertaining. There so you've is... gone to a live show? Oh, I've been to live shows. They, okay. they had them uh, at Universal, so yep. I've, gone, I've gone to a few of those. Uh, but there is a wrestler called the Luchasaurus, and he is a dinosaur wrestler, and I'm very, that very lady. He's him, okay. him and Shark Boy, very lady. So you need a good theme for yes. your wrestlers. Yeah, you can't I, just I be love a good gimmick. Pretty boys and stuff like that. No, I don't. I don't need that. Okay, great. That sounds good. Uh, space cookies, lady or the tramp. So they just sent up uh, an oven for the first time. So they've had microwaves in space for years because those are safer and easier to get the food ready. They're sending up an oven, or they just sent up an oven to the International Space Station. Okay, with cookie dough. Okay. They're going to make cookies in space. What do you think about that? Lady. Yep. Because it's cookies and everything's better in space, right? Is that what we're led to believe? Everything is better in space. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Asteroids. Way better. Aliens. Way better. Um, oxygen. Yeah. You appreciate it more, yeah, right? Yeah. Like when it's not there in most yeah. of the Gravity, area. Gravity, the lack thereof. Oh, Screaming yeah. in space is better. No one can hear you. Exactly. It's wonderful. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, so Cookies in Space. You're Sounds like a great that. TV show. Yes. Yeah. We'll work on that. We're going to workshop Perfect. that. Right. We'll, we'll workshop it. Great. Cursive, the writing style, not the band. Hmm. Tramp. Oh, how come? Yeah, Tramp. 
Um, I like a good sans serif. I like very modern fonts. I, uh-huh. I write like an architect, so everything is basically all caps except by letter E's for some reason. Um, I just like very modern looking fonts, which so is... So if you ever do a ransom weird. note, you know that's a dead giveaway. Oh, absolutely. You just gave away the fact that you, they'll know that it's your ransom note. Yeah, well, I'll just type a ransom note. Or can I still cut out the letters from magazines? Yeah, that's the I way mean, to do it. Yeah, you a typewriter. Yeah. Yeah, okay. They used to track that. So they used to track the models of the typewriters. Like there was a, you know, this repository, I guess, at the FBI of all the different types of typewriters and what it looked like so they could tell what kind of typewriter was and then track it, potentially track it back to the person who bought it. That's insane. Yeah, I'll just use, I'll just print it. Okay, great. Yeah. You should. Or fax it. How do you feel about sleep, lady or the tramp? Lady. Okay. Lady. Do you get enough? Yeah, no. Okay. I think that's why. <laughs> Very nice. Very it's nice. It's needed, but I don't get enough. Can you nap? I find that I can't nap. No. I'm not, I'm not good at it. I'm a terrible napper. Yeah. I actually feel worse after a nap. Exactly. And I think Unless it's, it's I, like a six-hour nap, in yeah. which case it's just sleep. A sleep. A yeah. midday sleep, yeah. Yep. I, I nap for too long. I wake up groggy. Um, but then I, I, I'm filled with regret of all of the things that I could have been doing instead of napping. I could we if you want to look at this somehow i don't know biologically how this would work you're much closer to that part of the business than i am yep. the business of biology could we get it to where you know we spend a third of our life sleeping mm-hmm. can we just sleep for the last third of our life no so the first two thirds were awake 24 7 no i'd make way worse decisions young and not sleeping I feel like I'm now that I've matured a bit in my in my yeah, older age. Fifty straight years of not sleeping and getting stuff done, and then twenty five year sleep, and then I guess you just die that's at just, the end. That's just death. So you just want our lifespans to be shortened by twenty five years. But it's still the same amount of waking life. I suppose. Yeah. But then you just live to fifty. Yeah, that's a nice round number. Right. No, like I'd like to see grandkids or something. All right, so. fine. Be that way. Tiny houses, lady or the tramp? Lady. Yeah? Yeah. Could you live in No, one? I have no, I know, and you, too many things. You have, well, okay, so take away the family for a second. Mm-hmm. Could you have lived in one maybe when you were younger? No. Never? No, I'm a, I'm a collector of things. I wish I wasn't. I wish I could Marie Kondo things yeah. and be minimal, but I just I collect art and taxidermy and... There are so many things that I just like to surround myself with that I couldn't. But I really, I'm envious of those who can. I, it just seems like a better life. Did you mean to say art and taxidermy? Because mm-hmm. doesn't taxidermy fall under art, really? Uh, some of them are literally just bones. Oh. So articulated skeletons, and uh, wet specimens in jars. Uh, so just collector's items. Oh. Uh, so not that have been like properly... Pro- oh. <laughs> You said you wanted to learn about me. Uh, okay, great. So no evidence, though, of any kind of past uh, uh, events in your life? No. Okay, great. No, not at all. Awesome. So I'm at the studio uh, with Christine Lopez, just if anybody's listening right now. That door and... is locked. Oh, boy. That was a bad idea on my part. Uh, <laughs> let's leave it at this for now. Cobbler, the dessert, not the person who fixes your shoes. Oh, Tramp. Okay. Tramp. Um, I am. I love any sort of cream-based pie, and a cobbler is a fruit pie. Is basically a fruit pie. Yeah. Just and and up. I have uh, very uh, controversial thoughts on if fruit belongs in a pie or a cake. 
So it can be fine if it's covered in ice cream, I guess. But just get me a French silk pie. Okay, so fruit, is it because of the fact that it's warmed up? Do you not like cooked fruit? I, I like I like warm pie. It's fine. Like a warm cookie is great. Okay. But, yeah, but also doesn't include fruit usually. Correct. Okay. If there's fruit in it, uh, I just feel like you're sneaking something healthy into my dessert, and there's just no time for that. Please, just let's just go all out. If it's so a dessert, dessert should all be the, decadent, all the sugar. luscious, yes, and not as, as any... unhealthy as possible. Okay. What about uh, nuts and stuff and desserts? That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I like the texture. They have a good flavor. Uh, a good white chocolate macadamia is, is, if anybody wants to send that, we are here in the studio. <laughs> Please we'll send unlock it. the door. Please Uber eats it over to us. <laughs> that would be great. All right. Well, thank you, Christine. Let's Absolutely. leave it at that for now. We'll play another song. Uh, so the first song we played was, of course, Esquivel with Frosty the Snowman. This is Jingle Bells. I don't know who plays the song, but it's tubas. So oh. I'm just going to put down the tuba guys. Great. But then I'll also do, I don't know, what's that app called? Shazam? Shazam. We'll Shazam it. We'll Shazam it. And then we'll let you know. On WPRK Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to a certain degree. Previously, to a certain degree, 20 years of Mark with a C has led to this interview. Actually, it led to a lot of great music, meaningful connections, and wonderful memories. How did he do it? How does he do it? When does he do it in the last two decades? That that part should be clear, at least. Now back to the show. Traveling Light on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Jingle Bells from their 1993 album, Christmas with Traveling Light. That album is old enough to vote. It is old enough to uh, rent a car now. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good job on that album. So for all the new Christmas albums coming out, you may want to check out that one. It's a classic from 1993. Good morning. Fantastic. My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree. The dulcet tones you're hearing are those of Christine Lopez. Hello. hello. Good morning, Christine. Good morning. Uh, Known for uh, a lot of different things. Mm hmm. But if you wanted to look her up, uh, I think one of the ways you would do that is to go to Instagram. Yes. yes. At Feed Me Orlando. Yep. If you want to see specifically very Orlando uh, specific. Specifically Orlando specific. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great. Working words today. Specifically. Yeah. Uh, You would see them uh, food. (laughs) <laughs> Let's start that over. I'm so glad I can just cut this out of the yeah, podcast yeah. version. You can see food pictures. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Yes, you can. Feed Me Orlando. Mm-hmm. At Feed Me Orlando. At Feed Me Orlando. Why did you do that? Um, <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> Why? Uh, so I realized that uh, there were a lot of things when I was younger. Uh, I used to hate living in Orlando. I really, I really did. Uh, so I wanted to really change that. I said, okay, what is Orlando doing that I'm just not paying attention to? And how can I thank people and let them know that I'm enjoying the things that they're creating? As a, as a person who paints, I really love the act of giving a painting to someone mm. and then showing their friends or posting on Instagram. So I said, well, I want to be able to tag a restaurant and let them know that I am a patron, that I'm enjoying this. And I want to make recommendations to people. And so the easiest way to do that is to take a beautiful picture of something 
Um, I was a volunteer for Seminole County Animal Services. Uh, we realized that if we took really nice pictures of the dogs, more people wanted to adopt them. It seems, of course, yeah. It seems really simple. So yeah. taking these really beautiful pictures, uh, I mean, humble brag, uh, just great pictures of the really great things that people are doing around town helps promote them, helps mm -hmm. thank them. Um, and honestly, it's really great to return to that place and get a high five or a hug or make friends with these people who know that I appreciate them. Um, and then I'm going to continue to recommend them to people in Orlando and really just help define us as a food town. Uh, I think everybody just assumes Disney and Universal, but there's really great things happening in all of these little pockets. So it's good to highlight those for maybe a small business that doesn't have the the marketing. So I help them do it just because I love them so much. So originally connecting with the community and finding a way that you had some common ground with it mm -hmm. versus, you know, again, I think a lot of people live in a place. I, I was just in Daytona Beach yesterday. That's where I grew up and I was driving around and realizing that I never really explored my own city. Right. Like I moved when I was younger. I went to college out here, um, actually a few different places and ended up in Orlando and even didn't really start appreciating Orlando until a few years ago. So this was your way of making yourself do that would you yep. say that because you have to sustain this uh, not personality but this uh, uh this account that you have to actually go out and explore it's requiring you to go out and yeah explore i, I want bit. to experience new things and it's really easy to say well i'll just go to a new state or i'll just go to a new country but why wouldn't i be able to do that here there are still uh, rocks that i have not yet un unturned overturned overturned yeah. those oh, yeah, rocks yeah that yeah. sure i can't word either um so it, it's worth exploring and being able to, the same way you fall in love with a new city because there are things that are new, there's always new things happening here. So it's it's worth giving it a shot mm -hmm. and being able to follow the romantic love and, and, and companionate love. I've now fallen in companionate love with, with Orlando. The way you're approaching it is, you know, I, I think that some people think about food Instagrammers and mm -hmm. Instagrammers in general. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't know, do you even self-identify as an Instagrammer or do you self-identify as a photographer and a foodie and I happen to have an Instagram account? Um, I refer to myself as a glutton. Okay. I, just, I just like to eat. Yeah. Um, and Which, I, get I think we should just start yeah. with that. Which oh, yeah. of the seven deadly sins are you? Oh, gluttony. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I love it. No more is more. Um, and I love that the vain people would actually say, oh, no, 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 vanity for me. <laughs> Because they're vain. Yeah. And, and, and proud people would obviously, yeah, yeah they're, they're very self-aware. Yeah. The vain and proud people. I like it. <laughs> um, I said, uh, it started really with me doing it on my, my private Instagram. And I realized that my friends probably really don't care about the food that I'm eating and just yeah. want to see, you know, kid pictures and dog pictures and selfies apparently. Um, but there was no way for me to actually reach back out. And this is where I am. Um, I don't Yelp. I don't do reviews in that fashion. Mm -hmm. I am a patron of the places that I like. So if I have multiple pictures from a place, then I'm probably there pretty frequently and getting to know the people who are sustaining this vibrant little community. Um, I don't like to think of myself as a foodie. Um, I just enjoy food. I enjoy new things. And I like pushing myself to experience new things. So there's nothing I won't try just to see if I like it or not. The worst thing that could happen is I don't. That's it. In going through this process of creating the Instagram account, tagging, and doing all the things that you do, and in many cases not even leaving a review, oftentimes what you're writing in there are uh, lyrics mm -hmm. 
from songs or uh, quotes from books, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Was the intention to connect with the people who worked at the restaurants? Is that something you wanted to do or was that a happy sort of coincidence that, that you also uh, happened to get to know people? It was it was an accident. It yeah. was a, a really great way. Like we talked about we broke bread together. Um, it's a really great way to meet people mm-hmm. um, and find something. That, like, everybody loves food. So uh, if I'm going and eating your food and, and you love to make it and I'm a person who likes to make things, I, I graduated with, with a degree in the fine arts. So uh, poetry and, and writing and photography is all part of that. And it's uh, really great to meet other creative-minded people who are producing something that I honestly can't. Like I, I'm very envious of what they're able to do, um, but we can still talk about it in ways and, and, and appreciate it and elevate it to something that's not just... To call it just an Instagram, I feel it, it diminishes it. It's mm-hmm. That's sort of the artifact that's left behind. But in all of these places, having conversations and meeting people and it's... Uh, for someone who is very shy for a very long time has really allowed me to approach people and become more confident and, and find my voice and make friends with people that I never thought I'd make friends with. So I've met so many people even over the last year that have just been just great people that I think I might have overlooked if I would have not stopped, sat down with them, um, had conversations and find ways to connect with people, you know, outside of my small monkey sphere of, of interactions. Right. So uh, social media is great to allow you to expand that network, but if all you're doing is liking and DMing, it's not really going that that next level. So now I can walk into a restaurant, and yesterday I, I picked up a, a cake from from Cadence, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh my gosh, we haven't seen you in so long." Gave me a hug, right? Like that's a it's a great sense of community um, and family and friendship that I don't think I would have ever gotten if I hadn't gone in one day and took a picture of a piece of sushi. So it's 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 become more than that, and that sounds really uh, sappy, and, but it's uh, it's given me a lot of joy in the people that I've been able to meet just from taking something as as simple as a as a picture for Instagram. Well, and I, I think part of that is you get back what you put into it, mm-hmm. and you're being very genuine with what you're doing. You're not looking for free food. Nope. Um, obviously, nope. we hear a lot of horror stories about bloggers who are looking for something free for a review yeah. for their you know, 200 followers or whatever it is. (laughs) Um, But you're doing it out of the genuine love of the community and the food. Yes. Which is nice. Yeah, I actually had somebody reach out and they asked, uh, how do you have so many followers? I don't really track my followers. It's great. You know, it's it's nice to know that people are are looking at my stuff, that they're engaging, that uh, they leave comments or they're visiting places when I post about them. Um, it's a really good feeling because I'm supporting now my friends and now my friends are, are getting more customers, right? This is their livelihood. Um, but my response was, I just have a really sincere mm-hmm. and genuine admiration for these people and what they're doing. And then that person never <laughs> messaged me back. It was kind of sad that it wasn't, you know, I don't post at the peak times that Instagram algorithm says you have yeah, the highest yeah. reach. Um, I use pretty much the same hashtags. Um, I noticed that my followers dropped when I would post puns as captions, so then I went real hard on the puns. Um, it's 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 for me and for the people that I meet um, because I I do enjoy it. It's it's like these little love notes to to the city of Orlando. You were very conscious of separating that account out from the other ones that you have. So you mentioned your yes. personal account. Mm-hmm. Um, which is private, and then you also have your art account, yes. which is kwaleska underscore art. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to look that up, I'm sure you can get to it from Feed Me Orlando yes. as well. What 
you know, that took me a while to get to that I needed separate accounts for sort of the things that I was doing. Was that a natural approach that you had early on? You were like, okay, obviously, if I'm going to do this food blog or Instagram account, uh, I need a separate account entirely from everything else. I, ha- I had to in order, uh, you know, my, my private life is mine and uh, it's vastly different content and working in uh, tech and product you want to do one thing really well. So I want to make sure that Feed Me Orlando is about food. It's not a it's not a lifestyle Instagram. It's not about me. Um, it is about food. And so it's very easy to see when you when you go there what you can expect the content to be. So it's it remains consistent. And same with art. Um, someone suggested that maybe more people should be able to see my art. And I said, oh, that sounds great. Uh, it's a little neglected, but most of the art I'm making now are Christmas presents. So I don't want any spoilers for people. Oh, nice. Um, but it's a nice way to go out there and talk to other artists just about mm-hmm. art and so where we can connect on that platform. Very nice. Well, let's leave it at that for now. Great. So we're going to come back uh, after another song. This is Al Keola and Riz Ortolani. I'm not sure if I'm saying any of those correct. Holiday on Skis Ooh. on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, just because you like the mountains. I do. Thank and you. And I had already picked this song. Oh, so perfect. it ties in really well. A soothsayer. Because I knew you liked mountains. Oh, he's staring at me, guys. Please come. Oh, sorry. Oh. I need to play uh, the song. The door's locked. Uh, holiday on skis on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Friend of the show, Dandy Darkly, is flying in all the way from California to be on the next episode of the show. That's not really why he's flying out. He'll be in town for the fourth annual Orlando Fringe Winter Mini Fest with the world premiere of his brand new show, Dandy Darkly's California Screamin'. Get your tickets now and listen to us talking about it on WPRK. Now back to the show. Al Keola. Keola. Al, if you're listening, let me know how to pronounce your name. Call in. And Riz Ortolani with Holiday on Skis. Good morning. My name is Nick. I am not great with last names, even though I have a really long last name. I should know other last names better. I feel like that's how it should work. I do a show every week with people from the Orlando area who are doing neat things this week. No exception. Christine Lopez is here. Good morning, Christine. Hello. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, a guest of other podcasts as well you've yes, been on yes. offcuts which mm-hmm. is a fantastic food related podcast uh what ails you yeah uh which is a beer podcast, beer podcast. you were recently just released today was cinema crespediso yep big fan of chris crespo he's fantastic and the stuff that he does over there and so uh yeah so what is your experience going like was feed me orlando the the way the inroads to these podcasts as well yeah, ac- accidentally um, met Elliot from Orlando Meats. I actually he taught me how to make pasta. Mm-hmm. Uh, we became friends and just sort of through needing guests. Uh, you like food? You want to talk about food on a podcast? And I said sure. Uh, I was really really nervous. I you know I listened to a ton of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I listened to podcasts more than music at this point. Uh, I never thought I had. I, and I've had people ask, you know, why don't you have one? I was like, everybody has a podcast. Like I don't have anything to say. Um, and I have really been able to find that maybe I do, or at least I just like having, you know, conversations with people and deepening those relationships. Um, I don't think I'll ever have my own. And it sounds uh, 
like a lot of pressure and commitment. Um, but I enjoy speaking to you. It's both of those things. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. No. I'll be a guest. Great. Yeah, have Perfect. me back. So. Good, because I don't need the competition. Great. Just one more Oh, wait, if that's the case. There. All right. Um, what? I'm making the Traveling Light podcast. <laughs> yeah, Traveling Light podcast. It comes out once every three months. Yeah. 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 With tubas. Traveling Light. Uh, well, was that something for you, too, that was a little bit difficult to overcome? Because you mentioned being shy and, mm-hmm. you know, having to put yourself out there on a regular basis and talk to people and all that. So actually going on a podcast or say live radio where tens of people are listening at any given time. Dozens. I think I've added two more to this. That's great. Uh, Yeah, it's actually really terrifying. Um, I am very much a person that doesn't like attention. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even on Feed Me Orlando, you really don't see me in photos, uh, maybe in some of the stories. It's not about me. Um, I like to be this anonymous person <laughs> that sort of floats about. I guess it doesn't help that I have bright red hair, so now people are starting to recognize me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just change the hair color. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll be very just a blue next. I think. Oh, wait, I can't tell anybody. I have to steal. Still yeah. be a mystery. You still dozens of people listening. I know. Oh yeah. no, I have to hide from them. The paparazzi is just knocking down the door. Um, yeah, it was it was really scary for me to feel like I'm in the limelight. Um, I think I suffer from a lot of that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So uh, it gives me anxiety. I don't get this rush. I don't have adrenaline. I hate rides. I hate, like, so uh, having attention, having a mic in front of me, having people uh, listen to me, uh, hating the sound of my own voice, you know, when you hear yourself in your head and then when you hear it elsewhere, you're like, oh, um, it was really, really scary, but now I, I think it's really helped me learn to, to, to appreciate uh, my my quirks, mm-hmm. um, and to set a really good example for my daughter. I know it's it's hard, you know, to put yourself out there, and she suffers from the same maladies that that I did. So if I'm able to go out there and, and overcome this, and people like it, and and people have been nothing but supportive and loving, and and excited for me and telling me that I do a good job and it's just it feels really really great because I'm not trying to be anything that I'm not um and it's I, I hope that she learns from this that she can see this and and hear this and and be motivated to try things that scare her and know that it's going to be okay and maybe there are some slip ups and some episodes don't go that great I'm terrible at quizzes uh, that's oh that's that okay. bodes oh, well yeah for the next hour <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so, but can't it, wait for that. Yeah, it, it was really scary, and I'm I, I'm finally finding I think this this comfort in who I am, and it's going to be okay. I don't have to try to pretend to be anything I'm not. I'm going to be liked by the maybe twelve people listening to this. So it's all right. Awesome. Well, it's a good way of looking at it. I was thinking about you. Um, yeah, this past weekend they were doing a lot of stuff about uh, Junior Johnson passed away who was a famous NASCAR driver. But then before that, the way he learned to drive was uh, he came from a family of moonshiners. So it wasn't during Prohibition, but he would actually bootleg in the in the mountains and drive around and try to escape the cops as he was delivering <laughs> uh, his alcohol and his moonshine. And I was just thinking about you, like what would be in the back <laughs> of the car for Christine? I didn't know that you didn't like to drive, as I learned earlier. <laughs> But I just outrunning the law, like with if ramen was outlawed, for example, <laughs> in the back of the car, you driving around trying to make deliveries of illegal ramen, I thought <laughs> Ooh, would be sounds, really fun. No, that sounds perfect. I, I think that would be yeah. so 
maybe a dream job, maybe a job to shoot for. Is Moonshine Ramen. Is Moonshine Ramen. <laughs> oh, I like it. That's actually our my new podcast band name. Okay, great. Mo- Moonshine Ramen. Moonshine Ramen. It sounds very uh, interesting. But yeah, so I was thinking about that in terms of the the way you're trying to deliver food to people mm-hmm. is a little bit different than, say, uh, somebody who is... I know you mentioned the theme parks earlier that Orlando is thought of often as uh, theme parks and stuff like that. Right. But you're talking to people who live here mm-hmm. for the most part. Yes. Um, so you're not necessarily trying to change anybody's mind outside of this place. You're trying to affect and create an opportunity for people who live here to try something new. Yeah. Yeah. And they can explore their own. You can be a tourist in your own town. Yeah. Have you come across anybody who's come up and said, hey, or online or in person and said, hey, thank you for, you know, posting about this. I actually had never gone there and now I got to go there and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who will uh, will say, I've never been. And my response is, let's go for lunch. Uh, they have yet to take me up on my offer, oh, so, okay. but they have gone on their own for lunch. Um, and so they'll they'll send me messages. And it also works with just local businesses as well. So um, I have friends that, that own shops and I made a post recently about here are the places you should shop for Christmas. And I got a lot of response from that of people that are like, thank you for these good ideas or this person has really good taste and following those, you know, small businesses and supporting them is just as important. So That's it, was, great. it was really fun. And now just to be clear, you're offering to buy lunch for anybody who wants Absolutely. to go to a place. Yes. Message me. Been. I will buy you lunch. Uh, at one of my favorite places. You've said, okay, you've uh, said it on the radio. But you have to like it. Okay. Whether whether you like it or not, you're <laughs> going to like it. All right. Well, let's leave it at that <laughs> for now um, while uh, we figure out how we're going to pay for that. Marvin Gaye Ooh. with the Christmas song on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. The To Be Decided is a YouTube channel from hosts Miller and Davis. They tell stories, review music, and generally make really great videos, like a recent one delving into the work of Sufjan Stevens. Miller is also responsible for all the bumper music on this episode, in case you were wondering. Check out youtube.com slash the to be decided for more. Now back to the show. Marvin Gaye with a Christmas song on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was from The Perfect Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree. Merry Christmas, Eve, Eve. Yep, Eve, uh, Eve. Second day of Hanukkah, I think. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to stop right yes, there. Yes, before I Before yes. I embarrass myself with other cultural things. I think it is. I, I, I saw Hanukkah post last night, so okay. yeah. Right, I think this great. Counts. Yes. Perfect. Well, happy all of the holidays, but uh, I am used to Christmas. I was raised Greek Orthodox. So while Christmas is a big holiday, it's not the biggest. Easter is the biggest holiday when it comes to Greek Orthodox. We oh. go to church every day of the week leading up to Easter and then stay overnight uh, Saturday night up until like two in the morning. But you don't get presents on Easter. And you get really bad chocolate. Oh, yeah. We still appropriated that. And the nice thing about Greek Easter is it's lunar based and not on a particular day. So oftentimes it's well after 
regular Easter. Okay. So what happens then is you get stuff at a discount. Ooh. So those Reese's peanut butter eggs. It's like yeah. 25% off. Oh, oh I like yeah. this. I want yeah. all of my holidays to be lunar. To be lunar, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're going to switch to a lunar calendar for Perfect. all the holidays. all the discounts. Oh, my gosh. Arbor Day is going to be the best. Half off a tree? Half off yeah. a tree. Just the top half. Oh, oh. Or just a stump. Very nice. Yeah, perfect. Christine Lopez is here at Feed Me Orlando. If you want to follow her, uh, you can do that on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can send her warm wishes oh, for please do. food things and ramen. She's a big fan of ramen. Love ramen. As well. What was, were you a picky eater growing up or were you like exploratory? Was there some point where you just, something switched? And you were like, I'm going to try everything now. <laughs> that's that's really what happened. Uh, my mom is still very shocked at the fact that I am such an adventurous eater mm-hmm. uh, because she said you didn't eat when you were a kid. I, I think Chef Boyardee was my, in- that and Hawaiian Punch is okay. what, what I sustained on for, Delicious. for through through college. Right, So it's very, uh, the very first time I ate sushi, I spit it out kind of unceremoniously. <laughs> I just kind of opened my mouth back out and I was just like, no, I don't want whatever that is. Um, but I realized I was really holding myself back from things that people really seem to love. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, let's just make a, a conscious effort to, to try something new. Um, I had never had ramen. Ramen in my head was this thing that you ate when you were poor and in college. And yes, it still is. Uh, but I went it to... It can be. It, it can be. Yeah. Um, but I said, okay, well, let's go to a ramen place. My friends loved it. There has to be something to this. And I had it. And I said, oh, I, I get it now. Um, so what are the other things that I just don't get? Uh, we talked about tacos. Um, I thought I hated tacos was because I never had a real taco. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had these preconceived notions of things that were just like, oh, that's not going to be good. Um, so I really challenged myself to say like... It, these things are, are loved. They're appreciated. Let's try to find what my palate really is. Um, I didn't think that I would like spicy food, and I love spicy food. Um, so it's just pushing myself to see, like, like I said, the worst thing that could happen is you don't like it. So I'm not hurting myself if I eat food. That's not great. <laughs> it's, not, it's not dangerous. Um, and I want to make sure that I can enjoy these things. It's all about new experiences. So I will just... I will eat anything. All right. Well, once. At least once. At least once. At least once. Okay. Yeah. What are some of the things you're still not, okay, I'm never going back to that. Um, I've tried it maybe even multiple times and it's just not, it's not in my wheelhouse. (sighs) Pickles. (laughs) Really? Pickles. Not pickled vegetables, just a pickled cucumber, just a pickle on its own. I just can't, I, I, I can't olives appreciate it. Olives are fine. Pickled vegetables of other yes, nature and varieties. Pickled beets are delicious, which is a weird thing to say. Uh, but no, just pickles. If it's if it's in a dish, like I guess I could have it, but uh, I don't prefer I don't prefer pickles. Now, okay, so the que- begs the question: Have you just had them out of a jar? Have you had like really good pickles by? Someone like an Elliot Hillis from no, Orlando Meats. No, I don't. I just don't like pickles. That's oh, it's just, just you're done. Yeah, I'm done. The texture. Oh, the... and the smell. <laughs> but yes, it's, it's a big textural thing. Okay. And it, yeah, it's just something I can't. It's... And cucumbers you like, though. They're 
fine. Oh, fine. okay. So you have a problem with cucumbers. Maybe it's a cucumber we thing. We do have a lot of cucumber listeners, so I oh. want to say no offense to all of them. All the offense. How dare you? Okay, great. <laughs> Sorry for uh, you guys. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what else? Yeah, that's that's, Is, that's, that's pretty much that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, everything that I used to think I didn't like, I've found an appreciation for it. Maybe not mm. my preference. Peanut butter is another one. I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. I don't hate it as much as I thought I claimed to hate it. Um, but I'm, like vegetables are delicious. <laughs> Fruit is delicious. <laughs> there's there's really people who say like cauliflower is gross. I'm like, no, you just haven't had good cauliflower. Right. I think you can prepare anything. Um, even stuff that is kind of gross, like bugs. I had a really great dish in Denver that had crickets and ants on it. And I think everybody's really squeamish about that um, or parts of animals like uh, f- like chicken feet or mm. pig's ears or or uh, alligator jowl uh, chicken that I've ears. had. Yeah, chicken ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very small, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're very, very tiny. Yep. You could eat them like a box of nerds. You just dump them all in at once. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's what I do. <laughs> so uh, I, I want to explore those things, especially when it comes down to uh, cuisine made by people who... Uh, live here. Orlando is a really great melting pot of different cultures. Mm-hmm. And so I would, it would be remiss of me to not try something um, that is well prepared um, no matter what that thing is. But yeah, pickles, no. I'm, no I'm pickles. Out. I'm out. All right. We know now that that is a thing. Pickles in a, in a drink? Look, what about a dirty martini? I don't drink dirty martinis. Oh, that's olive juice. Never yeah, mind. I well, okay. yeah, no, yeah. All right. I got that wrong. I got that's that it. recipe wrong. Oh, that's good. All right, well, let's play a song. We're okay. at the end of the first hour. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm enjoying to talk to you. Uh, Peggy Lee, this is Winter Wonderland on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. If you'd like to learn more about Christine Lopez, today's guest, uh, you could subscribe to the show. The podcast version of this will be out uh, shortly. Um, or you could follow her at Feed Me Orlando, just like it's spelled. Yep. Right? Feed Me Orlando. No spaces. No spaces. No just, underscores. Nope. No hyphens. Nope. No numbers. No. The E is not an ampersand Mm -hmm. in any of the places. The O's are not zeros in Orlando. No. Well, hopefully that didn't confuse anyone. So let's listen to Peggy Lee on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Do you like podcasting? Do you think you may want to try it? Then join me, Nick at the Orlando Public Library downtown to talk about starting your own podcast. Equipment, guests, software, I'll cover it all. Most importantly, a microphone. I I guess that falls under equipment. Register for the event at OCLS.info. Now back to the show. The waitresses with a favorite Christmas tune, Christmas Wrapping. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to a certain degree. My name is Nick. This is the second hour of the show, and my special guest is still here in her tuxedo, dressed to the nines, because I know she was excited probably for this specific segment coming up. Christine Lopez is still here, and she is prepared as a successful businesswoman for bad business ideas. I am so excited. Great. Bad business ideas It's time to pick just one It's gonna be totally legal We hope it won't hurt anyone So come on, have some fun 
Yes, bad business ideas. It's the most wonderful time of the show. Uh, it is a wonderful time because it gets it allows us to talk about two amazing schemes that will make the world a better place. Yeah. It just happens that way. You'll have a choice between them. Mm-hmm. One you will choose. Okay. One you won't. Okay. The one you choose, you have to take and grow and manage and take all the fiscal and li- liability responsibilities around it and then share the profits with me. You're legally obligated to do this by being 70, on the show. 30? Uh-huh. Oh, sure. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I mean, fine. you already signed the paperwork. Uh, sometimes on Bad Business Ideas, we have to take a minute and not look back in 2019, but look ahead to 2020. Great. Because a lot of the articles that are coming out right now, there's literally a million of them, are about the food trends of 2020. So what mushroom is going to be the biggest okay. or uh, what kind of flower powder or actually fruit flour is going to be used is going to be so there's all sorts of articles out there like that i don't know if you've seen any or if you have any guesses about food trends in 2020 i talked about this last night at dinner oh did you i, I did uh, having sushi with some some old high school classmates uh, oh very talking nice about the, the potential of actually flour-based omakase really yeah just Neat. I, I had them eat flowers they had they thought they were garnishes like no you should you should actually eat the flour. actually eat the flowers so in talking about all these predictions, one thing is similar. No one is talking about the jobs that might be created based on all of these new foods. So I wanted to throw this out there as, you know, potential consultancy. This is not one of the bad business ideas. I just like okay. the idea of this, having somebody with, uh, you know, who is a fan of food mm-hmm. to think about would they like to have or should you have somebody like this working in a restaurant? And so here are some of the titles that I came up with, these consultants that should be in there. Okay. Uh, hybrid vegetable technician. So, for example, we're looking at uh, Collini, uh, broccoli, cauliflower, hybrid vegetable. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's taking care of, who's making sure that those don't become self-aware and start killing us? A la uh, Audrey Two in Little Shop of Horrors, something along those lines. Yeah, but what if they're good and they're more like pets? That'd be adorable. We're still going to eat them. So I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to get mad about that. Uh, Sustainable seafood security. So like we have some sort of sustainable seafood. We have to make it secure. Okay. Okay. So so, something to think about. All right. right. Shrimp in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I like the cages. They can get through the holes. Well, we're keeping them secure from other people. Okay. Okay. Are you saying we need to keep them away from us? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Are they bad shrimp? Perhaps. Are they criminal shrimp? They might be. Did we, if, in if, making them if sustainable? If cauliflower can be bad, then yeah, shrimp can definitely. Okay. Yeah. okay. They're already so, sentient, so who knows? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, food delivery package engineer. <laughs> so here's the issue that I have with food delivery in general. If you're going to make food that is deliverable, it probably takes away the quality of the food. Absolutely. Right? Yep. Like. Good tacos do not travel well. No. So what we need is a packaging system that actually allows the taco to be assembled within the package, like once it gets there. So it's got all the component parts, almost like a 3D printer, a taco 3D printer. You feed everything in, and then when it gets there, it steams the rice and it cooks the food, and then it warms up the, what do you call that? The tortilla? The tortilla. Okay. 
a lot of technical terms yeah. in this that I'm finding so far. It's very and scientific. And then it shoots out a, a fully loaded, however you want to, taco to your mouth. So that already exists. What is the, that? The, the concept of a food 3D printer. Uh, I went to South by Southwest yeah. and they're exploring, uh, they were actually looking at building sushi rolls. Uh, so they were building sushi and essentially the 3D printer was taking the blocks of the ingredients that were cubed to resemble pixels sure. and it would actually build whatever the sushi chef was building remotely in front of you by placing all of the ingredients in these little, these cubes. So you so, would have this 3D printer at home. Yes. But I'm talking about what if you want <laughs> some black rooster? Well, I would just need to make sure that we're properly integrated with okay. the black rooster system like and their menu. Okay. So we still yeah. need an engineer for yeah, that. Absolutely. In other words. Yeah. Okay, great. And then the, um, of course, the mushroom development director. Oh, very necessary. Deals a lot uh, with poop, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, humidity. Great. Poop and humidity. Poop midity. Next podcast. Yeah. Then. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Christine, may I call you Christine? Absolutely. Great. Have you ever heard the phrase dress for the job that you want? Yes. Right. So if you're trying to, like, in your, in your estimation or in your, uh, in your experience, what does that mean? Um, there is a, you want to be perceived a certain way. Mm -hmm. All right. So you, you want to uh, put that forth. What is it? It's like the secret. Mm -hmm. Put forth that energy and it'll come back to you. So, so yeah, even if you're That's why not, I dress like a dinosaur every day. You want to be a dinosaur. Yes. You're dressing the part. A absolutely. Okay. Why stop there though? What about binging the TV shows for the job that you want, having the pets for the job that you want, eating the food for the job that you want, and driving the car? And I could go on. Yeah. Right? Until now, you couldn't do that. Or maybe you could do like two of the things. Maybe mm -hmm. you could like dress and drive the car, but you may not have the pets. Until now. With our new company, Upgrade, we'll replace everything in your day-to-day -day with what you should have once you get the job you're after. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So basically it's like Airbnb meets the job interview meets uh, you're going to replace your entire life okay, with other stuff. Okay. While you're job hunting, you'll be living in a different place, driving a different car, probably have a different family because I would imagine based on the job that you want, you might need a different family. I'm, uh, there's a lot of details to work out for oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Here's a movie-related example, just in case this isn't clear yet. The original Men in Black movie. Do you remember that? I do. So the bad alien bug lands, uh, kills Vincent D'Onofrio's character, mm -hmm. and puts on the Edgar suit. Yes. It's just like that. You would be wearing an, an Edgar, Edgar suit. suit. Okay. Yeah. Here's another one. Buffalo Bill's character from Silence of the Lambs. So he's making a suit out mm -hmm. of... Actually, that's not a great idea. Um, so, yeah. Close, close. Uh, so Upgrade. That's the name of that. We would maybe even change your name. That might help you get the job. Oh, like, oh, hmm, maybe. Well, could it could? Yeah, yeah. Like we could even do a body double, and you, that person could go interview for you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, great. So it's not a blessing in disguise. The disguise is the blessing. Ooh, oh, yeah. that is good. Upgrade. You with me so far? I am. Do you have any thoughts on that one? It sounds terrible. <laughs> okay, great. Thank you. This is this is exactly what this is supposed to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, idea number it. two. Thank you so much. Uh, we're all very concerned about self-driving cars, except for you. I mm -hmm. learned that you are for self-driving cars, Lady. but they're still a little ways off. Right. Correct. So why are we building them in the first place? 
what is the idea behind self-driving cars? What would you say is the is the benefits? It's the uh, slither, crawl, walk, run. Right, you got to start somewhere. Right, yeah. but overall, yeah. what are if everybody was in a self-driving car, what would happen? We would reduce accidents. Reduce accidents. Absolutely, so it's a safety yeah. issue, right? So, what if we could do that without the self-driving cars? Okay. With our new company, Speed Off, what we would do is have Speedos would be better. Let's call Ooh, okay, it Speedos. Speedos. I think Speedos. that might be taken. Maybe might be trademarked. Like it's we'll a work it out. Cereal. Yeah, yeah. Just have like some honey Speedos. nut Speedos. Honey nut Speedos. I can't believe you said that on the radio. <laughs> We're going to take cars. We're going to retrofit them with LCD um, screens on every window, uh, the windshield and the back windshield. What do you the call back that? Back windshield, yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, so it looks like you're driving really fast even when you're going slow. Okay. So we're basically going to make people feel like they're going 170 miles an hour when they're going like 25 or basically the speed limit. Mm-hmm. So we'll never have accidents again because everyone will be driving super slow. That's what we're missing is accidents wouldn't happen if we're all going slow. I think that's scientifically proven. Yeah, yeah. Rain and everything else doesn't really matter. It's just all those fast people. If you're going 15 miles an hour, it doesn't really matter that it's raining. No. So that's Speedos. Okay. Now, out of those two, which do you like? And which do you love? And which do you think... No, there's only two. So which do you like and which do you love? Uh, so I have a check here made out to the, the winner of this. This is going to be my investment. giant check. It's a, I love it's it. It's huge. It doesn't yeah. fit in the door. We'll have to cut it up, reassemble it, I suppose. Um, can't believe I'm saying this on the radio. I like Speedos. You do like Speedos. I do like Speedos. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Now, you have, I have uh, two teenagers. Mm-hmm. And so that's where this idea kind of came from is that I don't, well, first of all, Neither one of them really cares to drive. Neither does my daughter. Yeah. So it's really interesting because I couldn't wait to get out of the house, to get in a car and drive away as fast as I could. Mm -hmm. But as fast as I could can now be, with the help of Speedos, significantly slower. Right. Safer. Yep. Yeah, that's fine. Still gives people the thrill. Mm -hmm. And then we don't have to worry about sports cars and everybody can just have very utilitarian cars. It doesn't really matter because you might feel like you're in a much different car. It's basically uh, augmented reality, right? I like it. I think that's what it's called. It is augmented reality. Yeah. Perfect. I love when I use things in context. And then we could patch it so that it always feels like you're on a ride. Yep. So during those long commutes that are boring, you know what? Let's just throw in the roller coaster simulator. Mm. It's not really a roller coaster. You can watch get commercials. Oh, great. For your Honey Nut Speedos. Yeah. And everybody's going slow, so it's okay. It's we'll have to outfit them with little bumpers in case there is just a little bit of a of a bump. Bumper cars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll add that to it as yeah. well. Like we have, we have to do something with all those pool noodles. Exactly. And then the, the back screens could be for the kids. Mm-hmm. So they can have a vastly different experience. Maybe they're on some Disney Plus, you know. Just looking out the window, people, they'll stop looking at, everyone's complaining about people looking at their phones in the car. They'll just look out the window. Yeah. Because they can see the same thing they would see. No more, no more road rage. No. Yeah. That would be literally impossible. Yeah. You'd be so happy because you get the experience that you want in your car. You don't see that person cutting you off. You've sold me on this idea. So this is perfect for you. All right. I would love for you to invest in my company, Speedos. I have already. I've given you the idea. All right. Great. That's my investment. We'll split profits. That's my sweat equity. 90-10. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Let's uh, go to a song. Thank you so much for that. I feel really good about this. 
I love to get those bad business ideas out of my head and into other people's. If you're listening to this, know that you're legally obligated not to steal it, the idea. Yeah. It's like we mailed it to ourselves. Yeah. We're the ones who came up with it. Mm-hmm. And technically me, and so I own it. But please don't steal anything. This will be the Ramsey Lewis Trio with Christmas Blues on WPRK in Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. Anything to add? Yeah, great. Okay, Excited. great. Yes. Good. <laughs> Every week. That's how often I'm on the radio with amazing people like Christine. These are people who are doing something neat in the Orlando area with food or music or art or improv or comedy or education or a combination of those things and maybe even other things. Consider subscribing to the podcast. Just go to a certain degree.com for a link to your favorite podcast network provider. Now back to the show. The Ramsey Lewis Trio on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was Christmas Blues. You're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick. Every week I have a very special guest. This week it's Christine Lopez. Hello. You can find her at Feed Me Orlando on mm-hmm. the Instagram. You can see all the beautiful foods that she is eating and taking photographs of. Now, yes. do you eat them first and then take a photograph or photograph and then eat? Uh, do it at the same time. So in oh. parallel, eating and photography. Yes, yes. That's difficult. Yeah. Let me ask you this. This is a technical question about food photography in the Instagram age. You're mm-hmm. taking photos with your phone. Yes. Your phone goes into the bathroom with you. Yes. Do you take the picture and then go wash your hands and then eat? Oh, you should think about that. Dirt, dirt don't hurt. That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. You should wash your hands. I mean, maybe. Okay. Every once in a while. Actually, what we should do is encourage your, because uh, I know you have obviously a lot of competitors in the food blogging and Instagram sphere. Oh, yes. Uh, we should encourage them not to wash their hands. Don't wash your hands ever. Yeah. The yeah. only one. Yeah, yeah. Christine, Christine, let's do an aside. Okay, okay. You'll yeah. be the only one who oh, washes this is great. Her this, hands. Is a, this is a good business idea. Yeah. Oh, oh. I and then everyone okay. else yeah, will they won't not wash their hands. Okay. And they won't. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Right. Let's go back okay, to the radio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So that's that's and that's why I don't like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, he's overrated. Yeah. That was a weird continuation of that one. Speaking of continuations, we're gonna have a pop quiz right now. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay because there's real honest-to-goodness stakes in this one. So I'm going to change it up for you (laughs) because it is a food-related podcast and it is a food-related quiz from our friend Simon Time of Simon Time Trivia from the PFT Media Network. You can see him and find him on Simon Time Trivia on Facebook. So he will be giving the questions. He will also be giving the answers technically, but you will have your own answers. Okay. And we'll see if they are correct. Got it. Two is the number you're going for if you want to not be bitter enemies. Okay. So you have to get, uh, you know what? Actually, let's say three. You have to get at least three of the five right. All right. Two, one, or zero right, we're bitter enemies. Deal. Five right, we're best friends. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to shoot for zero. Okay, great. Great. So I will need to know your agenda. It will only be for the next week. I'll need to know everything you're doing for the next week. Either way, whether we're best friends or bitter enemies. And also any allergies, things you're afraid of, that sort of thing. Okay. 
Deal. So like public speaking, mm-hmm. if we're bitter enemies, I'm going to book you for all sorts of public speaking events. Okay. But if we're best friends, I'm just going to bring you ramen and oh, not okay, book okay. you for... Oh, man. So you, you're oh, torn now. Oh, and if there's ramen on the table. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's not literally ramen on the table. This is a, this is a radio studio. We can't have ramen in here. Oh, I have some in my pockets. Okay, great. So are you ready? I'm ready. Hey, hey, Nick, this is Simon Time from the Simon Time Trivia Show, and I've got five questions for you and your guest, Christine, all food-related. So I will give you a crude description of a famous dish. I need you to identify the food in question. Let's begin. What is the term for the Scottish meal of sheep guts stuffed inside casing? That is haggis. Haggis. The answer is haggis for question number one. Is that something you've tried? I have. How was it? Uh, awful. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually studied in Scotland. I told you more humble brags. Oh, uh, nice. I, I did a study abroad in, in Edinburgh, Scotland, back in college. So, so you had it. You didn't have it here. Nope. You didn't have it like no. an Americanized version of no. it. You had it at the source. Yes. Still gross. Still all very gross. And it's, uh, do you like liver or any of the other organs when yeah, they're cooked? I think liver is actually really, really great, um, yeah. especially like a pate. Mm. The liver is delicious. Uh, but uh, even the fish and chips in Scotland were just doused in vinegar. And I also had a deep fried pizza there. A deep fried pizza? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great. That sounds actually pretty delicious. So you're one to know. Great. You're doing well. Getting there. Let's go to the next one. For number two, it is basically in its simplest form, German fermented cabbage. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. A lot more delicious than haggis. It is sauerkraut for question number two. Are you big on the fermenting scale of things in terms of foods? Uh, I like it now. I didn't think I would, um, but it is so flavorful and rich. And then, of course, knowing Elliot, you kind of have to become a fan of it. Um, But, yeah, I I think it's it's great. Um, Also, people are becoming really interested in it in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you'll see a lot of people that are, like, starting to explore fermentation. Um, And, uh, yeah, I like beer. So, yes. All right. Very good. For a third one, name for me the dish I am particularly fond of, comprised of Canadian fries, cheese curds, and gravy. That is poutine. That would be none other than poutine for our third question. We're not going to be bitter enemies. Oh, my goodness. We might still be best friends. Ramen might be on the table. Yeah, you understand that I'm also going to have to be with you all the time as best friends. That's fine. Okay. I'm I'm a a quality time. That's my love language. It's all Uh right. Perfect. Perfect. All right. So question number four. For number four, this is a very popular dish comprised of Louisiana fried shrimp stuffed inside of a sandwich. That is a po' boy. Po' boy. The answer, that is a famous Louisiana po' boy. Very nice. Have you been to New Orleans? I have not. It is on the list. Yeah. Are you a fan of the food from the area? Yes. But I feel like I can't properly have a beignet until I'm there. Probably. Yeah. Cajun style. Anything is delicious. Uh, Shrimp. Seafood in general is awesome. Uh, A good gumbo is nice and heartwarming. 
I used to go there uh, fairly often, like for Jazz Fest and stuff. And I was there eating with some friends at Giacomo's, uh, which is a famous restaurant there next to, uh, I don't know if it's still there, the Maple Leaf. It was the name of the bar and um, uh, uh, music venue there because you can also see a lot of really good music mm-hmm. while you're there. So everybody was getting seafood, and one of the specials was pork chop stuffed with ground beef and shrimp. Oh, so I was like, oh, I have to have that because that sounds crazy. And it was the best thing on the table. That's awesome. All right. As not not to count my chickens, but as best friends, we might have to just take a trip. You just road trip it over? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right after the show. Perfect. I'm okay. free. Well, you've got four. Okay. So be number five. Fingers crossed. Let's see. And for our final one. Some people don't care for it. I know lots of folks who don't, but I tried it once or twice and loved it. What is the term for the French dish of goose liver? Ah, foie gras. That answered, Nick. Christine, we're talking about foie gras. And those were your five questions to feed your trivia appetites. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays, and we'll see you guys next time. Uh, okay, so what? before we go through our checklist of mm-hmm. everything you're doing this week mm-hmm. and how tied at the hip we're going to be, uh, nice job. Thank you. Five and oh. I, oh, uh, Nice job also. Did it. Simon Time. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Simon. Uh, you can find him again at Facebook, uh, Simon Time Trivia. He, he usually does trivia seven nights a week. Uh, I'm sure he's taking some of the holidays off, but uh, go out and find him. Also, his podcast on PFT Media. Mm-hmm the Simon Time Trivia Podcast, you can find that as well. If you like trivia, even if you don't like trivia, it's still there. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like weather. All right, let's take a break, and we'll go over our uh, schedule. Okay. Our agenda. Mm -hmm. I need to know, what are you allergic to? Anything? Nothing. nothing. Uh, Milk. Well, I'm sensitive. Lactose intolerant. I'm going to keep all milk away from you. Oh, thank you. Oh, no, but I really like cheese and ice cream. Nope. Oh. Nope. It's about your safety. Fine. As my best friend. Deal. For the next week. Deal? Deal. Fine. Uh, okay, let's listen to some Billie Holiday. This is I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm. Do you think that's how it's? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's supposed to be said. Enunciated very well. Thank you. On WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, you're listening to A Certain Degree. WPRK is one of the best college radio stations in the Southeast, and I would argue one of the best in the world. Why? It's volunteer-based, and each show is as unique as the DJ who is putting the playlist together. Tune in on your radio or stream it on WPRK.org, and you will hear music you've never heard before and songs you don't normally hear on the radio. There is always something interesting happening, so listen early and often. Now back to the show. Billy Holiday on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. I've got my love to keep me warm. I don't know if that's technically a Christmas song. It's a Christmas e. It's a winter song. Yeah. It's a winter solstice song. When's the winter solstice? I have no idea. Okay, great. It sounds really good, though. Good morning. My name is Nick. Hi, I'm Christine. I think for someone who is as into food as you are, you should know when the winter solstice is, because that's like the best time to eat certain foods, I would imagine. What? Why? Um, I, I think astrology, I think like mercury is, degrading. Is in retrograde. Is oh, that's the, is that's it, the term. <laughs> mercury is degrading. Is degrading. 
Mercury's so degrading. It's always talking about Venus in really terrible ways. Yeah. Oh, poor Venus. <laughs> She's, All right. our, she's our sister. This is why I don't do astrology. My name is Nick. I do this every week. Every week I have a very special guest. Christine Lopez is a food Instagrammer, but yeah. it's that's not a good way to describe what she does. Yeah, gonna... She's a fan of food who also has an Instagram. Yes. Focuses on, on Orlando, the wonderful things going on here. I'm an Orlando food advocate. Okay. Does that work? Yeah. That works, yeah. I like that. Okay, I great. like that a little better. You can find her at Feed Me Orlando. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask, you also paint. I do. You also do other stuff. Yes. I wanted to see how do you interact with music while you're doing something uh, that you enjoy that is creative. So let's say, let's take mm-hmm. painting, for okay. example. What are you doing when you're painting? What are you listening to? What do you do when you come up to a block? in doing that in the creative process yeah, so uh i will usually have youtube up and listening to live versions of bands that i really love um lots of folk americana uh, spotify calls it stomp and holler i don't know if that's just a spotify genre but i mean I've they literally they literally stomp and holler in it so you I know there's so, like yeah. claps and stomps um so i'll listen to a lot of that um just because it's the the music that I most often am, am drawn to and, and my favorite artists. Um, and then when I get a block, I walk away. Right? Like I, I just need to clear my head. So sometimes I'll just put a painting aside. And sometimes it's for an hour and sometimes it's for a day. And sometimes it's for as, as long as it needs to just sit and rest. Um, and then I can go back to it with a clear mind or just a, a reinvigorated sense of what I need to do to finish it. Or just sand down the wood and start over right like it might not it might be beyond fixing um so i can just start over that's the great thing about painting is Mm -hmm. there are there are no mistakes the canvas is still there the wood is still there so i can start something new that i'm more inspired by so how do you know when it's as done as it can be and it's i I guess wrong isn't the right word but Mm -hmm. it's not you know something you want to share necessarily um there are there's a there's a kind of a a relief that comes there's a a weight that lifts off of your shoulders when you're like oh that's that's what it's supposed to look like the mm-hmm. thing that's in your head or something vastly different that you like more um so i don't plan too much i just throw some paint down and i'm like does this feel right does this look complete um and then i move on to the next thing i don't want to worry over it too much um there's sort of a a lack of return of investment if it's a 30-hour painting versus a 40-hour. At some, at some point, there's not much more that I can, I can do In to it. In terms of tweaking right. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you said earlier you listen to a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. then, um, so in that creative state, it's more music? Yes. Okay. Yep. And yeah, then when you listen to the podcast? When I'm working. Sorry, okay. sorry, office. Uh, but I listen to uh, other people talk uh, because it is... Uh, it keeps me really, really focused mm-hmm. and I can kind of go in and out, especially if they're comedy podcasts. Um, if I'm working on, you know, spreadsheets and documentation, it's just a lot easier to hear other people working. Um, so there are people who are, you know, doing reviews on movies or music or just talking to another, having a good time. And so it actually makes the time just go by as I'm going through and documenting what I need to do for, for my job. That's interesting because you're, uh, you know, it's not necessarily the first thing that you're concentrating on because mm-hmm. you're doing your work. So is it almost the sort of white noise in the background? So it, it helps it you concentrate feels, more? It feels like a co-working space. Yeah. So it has that that buzz 
that you would hear if you're, you know, if you work remotely and you go to a coffee shop, it's that same thing. So I'm uh, overhearing other conversations without eavesdropping. Um, and it, it's still like if it's it's a comedic podcast, then I can step back. And if it's a frustrating day, I can still have something really light throughout the day. And mm-hmm. there's just so much content out there that it's really easy for eight hours to go by and listening to brand new things. I like this idea of just recording coffee shops and putting that out as a podcast. Oh, you should. For people who need a little bit more, they want to feel like they're in a coffee shop or they need that sort of white noise, but not music. Some people don't function well with music when it comes to work. Um, Is that you as well? Like you can't necessarily listen to music while you're working or is it just a preference? It's a preference. I I can, I have, Um, but I'm just so used to it. I think it's the... Uh, the habit. So before my habit was, okay, I need to go to Starbucks and get a coffee and that's how I start my day. But now it's this habit of let me put on a podcast that's going to take my drive over to the office. Like it's just become part of the routine. So Mm -hmm. it's so ingrained in my day to day that now I have this focus. Um, So if there are no podcasts left in the world, I don't know how I'd be productive at all. I'm not sure that there's any chance of there being (laughs) a lack of podcasts. Now, whether they're quality podcasts, that's, that's another true. thing. That's There's true. a number of people starting podcasts every single day. I know. If I know. you had your druthers, besides the coffee shop podcast, mm-hmm. which again, just 100% okay. start, uh, what is another type of podcast you would like to see out there or you haven't come across yet that you would like being someone who listens to so much of, of that? Oh, geez. I think there's a podcast for, for everything. Pretty there, much. There really is. Yeah. Really niche things. I, I love Harry Potter and I listen to a Harry Potter podcast. Okay. Um, I love dinosaurs and I listen to a dinosaur podcast. So I don't think there's any subject that hasn't been covered. So should we um, meld the two like dinosaur Harry Potter or? I have a I have a Harry Potter dinosaur tattoo. Food related comedy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I, I guess. Fomity. Fomity. Mm hmm. It sounds vomity. Oh, sounds, yeah. yeah. No, no, okay, no, never no, mind. No. I guess if there were a podcast that, so I listen to a lot of uh, reviews on movies, mm-hmm. uh, specifically bad movies. So maybe a comedic podcast that reviews bad food. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but not not with ill intent, not to not to call out people, make them feel bad, but just to uh, you know, as people who love food, like can we can we laugh at ourselves? For the terrible things that, what are your food guilty pleasures? And I think that would be, I think we could do that. Did you ever work in a restaurant when you were younger? No. Yeah, so me neither. It was, so very, I it was very fortunate. I know. So I did retail for the most so did part. I. Yeah, and then got into the professional, such as it is, world. But the idea of those, the stories and the camaraderie, when you listen to people who work in the kitchen mm-hmm. and, the, and the wait staff and on front of house and all of that, um, you hear those stories and stuff. And so it's it's something that I like to hear, but I can't necessarily relate to. Right. So I'm wondering if there could be like kitchens for dummies sort of thing where they actually explain and kind of demystify that a little bit, like what actually happens in the kitchen. And then I think probably from an OSHA or a uh, <laughs> workplace HR issues, uh, they may not be able to do that. No, 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 no. I think yeah. I think that I think that's where vomiting comes in, right? Yes, that's, that's, that's it. exactly where it comes in. <laughs> yeah, I might not ever eat again out if I hear a lot no, of those stories. No, no, no. I mean, we would know the places <laughs> not to go. Right, right. All right. Well, let's leave it at that for now. We're almost at the end of the show. 
Oh. Uh, so let's just play another song here. What do we have? What are you doing? New Year's Eve. Me? No, no, no. Oh, that's the oh, song. Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, the way yeah. that you, you know, <laughs> solid weird. delivery. Yeah, thank you. Nancy Wilson. Huh? Me? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're Nancy okay. Wilson now. Good job, Nancy. <laughs> uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida? You're listening to a certain degree. January is a time for new beginnings, and that also applies to local journalism. Beginning in the latest issue, the College Park Community Paper and the Downtown Community Paper have merged into the Community Paper. If you live in College Park, Soto, the Milk District, Mills 50, and Downtown, check your mailbox. If it's not in there, it's available at any number of local merchants and online. I can't stress it enough. There are a lot of great writers, a lot of good info about what's going on in and around the heart of Central Florida. Check it out at yourcommunitypaper.com, or if you like the feel of newsprint in your hot little hands, pick it up. Back to the show. Nancy Wilson on WPRK in Warner Park, Florida. What are you doing? New Year's Eve. I should not sing. No, do it. If, if you love it, do it. Oh, okay. Yes, absolutely. I don't love it. Oh, okay. Well, then stop. Okay, great. Okay. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. My guest is the effervescent <laughs> and totally awake, mm-hmm. Christine Lopez. Hello. Good morning again. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, it is pretty much the end of the show, so I just want to say you can find Christine at Feed Me Orlando. At uh, K Waleska underscore art. There is both an underscore those, in that one, yeah. Both of those. I mean, if you look up yeah. K Waleska and yeah. art, you'll um, find it. You'll probably find it. Uh, but you can follow her uh, travels and travails as she uh, eats a lot of really good food mm-hmm. and shares that with the world. I'm trying. Do a lot of people, when they ask you for recommendations, um, do you often have to say, like, well, take this with a grain of salt, but here's what I like, you know, Mm -hmm. like in terms of you want to make the best recommendation for Mm -hmm. somebody. So you don't necessarily want to go with the craziest dish on the menu. Right. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll usually ask what they're looking for. Are you looking for, is it for a date night? Is it something nice? Is it quick service? What kind of cuisine really want to narrow it down and then give them a list. Um, I have a friend visiting from Los Angeles and he reached out saying, Hey, what's Orlando doing well, which I thought was a really great way to phrase it. What's Orlando doing really, really well that I should try since I haven't been here in a few years, almost 10 years. So I gave him a list of places like here, here's just with a summation of, uh, if you like this kind of cuisine here, um, said, well, if you want a cookie, go to Gideon's cause it's the only, to me, the only cookie you can get at this point. Um, so here's, here's your pick, whatever you're feeling. It's sort of like a, a wide variety of types of cuisine and, and types of experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already gone out, and I think he and his wife grabbed a, a cookie yesterday. So I was like, yes, we got one. Um, like, they're so decadent. I'm like, I know. Uh, but they're, they're going to hit up a few more places uh, while they're here for Christmas. So I'm excited to see what they think. And then in turn, he's going to give me recommendations uh, for a trip I'll be making to California. So, so thinking of it that way, too, um, when you're traveling or somebody's traveling here, is that how – let me ask you this about how you travel – 
Is that pretty much the way you interact with where to go for food is Instagram now? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to find other people who are in their community taking photos of food. Mm -hmm. Um, So seeing what, uh, where do locals eat is always really exciting. Going to something like Yelp, uh, you're going to find just very opinionated people uh, who might not, who might be just spurned by their expectations or just their persnickety. Um, but a lot of the places that a tourist would go might not be the best representation of what locals are doing for their community in each of those cities. Mm-hmm. So I'll find those local uh, fill-in-the-blank city food advocates on Instagram um, and see if there's anything. Like The thing that I'm trying to do is attract people, right? It's marketing. Attract people to the dish. Um, so if there's someone doing that same thing where uh, you know, look, looks get your foot in the door. So if the food, the dish looks really good and it's a place that I can go and, and try that, then that's the first place that I'll, I'll stop is, is going to Instagram and, and looking up that city, looking up the hashtags. Did you have a photography background at all? Like I know it was fine arts, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But yep. More, so the pictures that you're taking, I know they're on your phone and mm-hmm. stuff, but, you know, is it, are you taking a lot of time to try to set it up or are you obviously hungry because you're taking a picture of this delicious food. I assume you just want to dive in. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's my problem with taking pictures of food is usually I remember to do it by the fourth or fifth bite uh, because I am starving normally. (laughs) I eat twice a week. And so when I do go and eat, like Mm -hmm. it is just boom, it's gone. Well, I'd recommend eating at least three times a week. Three times. At least three. Whoa. At least at least three. Whoa. I know, I know. Okay. But as best friends, I'm looking out for your best interest as Aww. well. You keep me away from milk and I will bring you to food. Great. You bring me to food. <laughs> bring you to you the food. You will deliver yes. me yes. to the food. Yeah. But uh yeah, so how do you structure it or how do you do you find like it takes a lot of time to set it up or are you you know, for the most part it's with the type of food that you're looking at it looks pretty nice already. Yeah, it's it's pretty well plated. Um, yeah. So I was a photographer for eight years. Oh, uh, okay. That's what I did uh, throughout uh, late high school, early college as well. Um, when I studied in Scotland, uh, photography was one of the courses that I studied. And I did street photography out there during the Fringe Festival. Um, I had a rig and then one sad day my house was broken into and all of my equipment was stolen. Mm. Very, very, that was about six years ago. Um so I've always uh, loved photography. There was a very brief moment in college where I thought I could be a food photographer for menus. I was like, that sounds really fun. And then I said, nobody's going to care about food photos <laughs> in 2019. And yet here, full circle. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I try not to make a lot of fanfare. Um, I'll maybe take a picture or two and then I want to eat, especially when I'm with company, right? I want to be able to enjoy the food and enjoy my company. Um, so sometimes the photos don't come out great. And that's just part of it but if the food is good i'm going back so i'll have a chance to still take pictures at some point um i don't photograph every meal sometimes i just keep my phone down and and eat i i am a glutton um but i I try to make the best of it and you know with with stuff in instagram you can you know bump up the lighting if it's it's low lighting you can you can help fix little things but uh already having that background in photography and already understanding. I, I try not to stage things too much. I don't want to bring my food outside. Um, I don't have to stand up on a chair and take an overhead shot. <laughs> you don't want to bring your food to the park and no, no. get the right light. No. Wait for the, what is it called? The golden hour Yeah. in the yeah. evening. Yeah. 
chase the light. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I just uh, if it comes out great, great. Uh, if it doesn't, there'll be another opportunity or another dish. I, I don't. I don't. I try not to make that the the focus of it. I really do want to eat and have conversations. So I'll take a photo and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Delete and just move on. It's it's not that yeah. uh, not that important. And I know I don't want you to uh, talk smack about anybody, but you've taken a picture and then dug into the food and realized that that's not something you want to share. I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't post it if I if I didn't enjoy it. Right. Okay. So name names. Who who do you hate in town? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I would never. I'm that's sure it was terrible. just that dish. Yep. It's fine. I'm the one choosing items off the menu. It is just as much as my fault as anyone else's. Aww. So it is my responsibility. That's so nice of you to say. Uh, Christine Lopez at Feed Me Orlando mm-hmm. is the main account on Instagram yes. that you can find her at. You can find her other accounts off of there. I would mm-hmm. imagine, uh, Christine, let's shake hands on the radio because I think that makes for good radio. All right. Oh, that, is a, nice. that is a strong handshake. Thank you. Thank you. I have uh, gloves on, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm going to go need to wash my hands anyway. Yeah. Don't wash your hands. Food Instagrammers don't wash your hands. Yes. Remember that. If you remember nothing else about this show, <laughs> remember that. Uh, Jimmy McGriff, to take us out, Santa Claus is coming to town. Happy <gasps> Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Go out there. Be Merry, safe. Merry holidays, guys. Be Get all of the things that you've ever wanted. But remember, the happiness was inside you the whole time. <sighs> Just like Space Jam. Just like Space Jam. Never saw it. Uh, Jimmy McGriff, Santa Claus is Coming to Town on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You've been listening to a certain degree. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to a certain degree. Where do you go from here? Tell your friends how awesome this episode was. Subscribe to the show wherever you subscribe. Also check out to a certain degree.com. That's T O A certaindegree.com. Just a reminder that this episode and every episode is recorded live on WPRK 91.5. You can listen every Monday at 7 a.m. on your radio or streaming on the internet. That's when shows are at peak freshness. Thanks for listening. I'll truly miss our little talks.